Did you know that Sandy Hook was a staged event where no children died? That the school had been closed since 2008 and there were no children there? Thirteen experts, including six Ph.D., current or retired college professors, proved that it was a two-day FEMA drill presented to the public as a real event. We even have the manual. There was a rehearsal on the 13th going live on the 14th. Some participants became confused and put up donation sites the day before. Even the shooter was recorded as dying before the event. You have been played by Eric Holder and Barack Obama to confiscate your guns. Don't let yourself be played. Nobody died at Sandy Hook. If you're interested in the book described by Dr. James H. Fetzer, then contact me. My name is Gary King. I live in New Orleans, and my number is 504-298-6791 if you'd like to come by the bookstore, or you can go online at patriotradiobooks.com. That's patriotradiobooks.com. WGSO. Ladies and gentlemen, the last president of the United States of America. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. Battle of New Orleans Radio with your hosts, Nathan Lawrence and Caleb Hitt and Goyle on 990 WGSO. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Battle of New Orleans Radio right here on 990 AM WGSO in the heart of the Crescent City and home of the First Amendment. I'm Nathan Lawrenson along with my boy, Goyle. What's up, Goyle? We got Caleb Hitt on Skype. What's up, Caleb? Hey, what's going on? Man, what's going on, what's man? It's, it's been an exciting, crazy, disappointing upsetting i mean every emotional i mean every emotion you know you can muster it's been that type of week you know so it's uh it's it's been very exciting though not not i mean it's it's been crazy though nathan's famous now because uh he was screaming at the uh, monument the other night yeah well look I, I i didn't vote you didn't vote nobody voted it's all over youtube he's a youtube sensation right now yeah i don't i don't know about all of that but yeah, they kind of the lady kind of baited me into that. They had an Antifa out there, and what was funny was I worked up in the Northeast, and well, hold, 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 hold up, going before uh-huh. we get in, explain to the people what we're talking about because we might have some new listeners. Anti-fascist, it's uh, just typically well, a paid protester. Well, well, what was going on this week? What was happening? Go, well, go in ahead. New Orleans, you know, we've been talking for months and really years at this point about the monument removal since the Dylan Roof shooting. They've been pushing to remove all the monuments across the uh, whole country, really. And New Orleans has been targeted specifically for monuments, um, and one monument was disassembled and taken down this past Sunday night slash Monday morning. Uh, it was done in the still of the night, uh, no vote, um, you know. Well, it, the, the, the city council had a vote, but, yeah. but these are all, these are all land of cronies. Yeah, and, and, and the situation was in the middle of the night, New Orleans Fire Department was, on, the crew actually working, they had their faces covered, 
They had snipers in the sky, homeland security everywhere. Bomb-sniffing dogs. Bomb-sniffing dogs. And um, back to Nathan. Nathan kind of got into it with this Antifa chick. Nine times out of ten, they're from the Northeast. They're not from New Orleans. They're standing by these monuments telling us what we need to do with these monuments. She even had a Saints jacket on, Nathan. It's almost like Soros bought her a jacket so she'd like fit in. Like, hey, I'm a, I'm a who that? <laughs> well, uh, I got a right to say something. Well, that was one of her little buddies. He had a Saints. He had a beat up Saints hat on. Remember, he was like, sitting across. Yeah, you know, he was sitting he across. Trying to infiltrate us. Yeah. Well, he talked to me later that evening because I was screaming at that that anti fog guy. He was on a bicycle with a mask on. Holding, well, excuse me, he had his face covered and holding an uh, you know, Antifa, Antifa flag. That means, you know, anti-fascist. And, and he's, you know, promoting the removal of these statues in the middle of the night with these workers that were covered. Their faces were covered. They had helmets on. I mean, the whole, it looked like a military operation. It, it was something, it, it was really, really real, it, it, uh, you know, surreal to see this. And the weird part was, Landrew said, the mayor here said that they were, no taxpayer dollars would be involved. Of course, this is overtime entities for the New Orleans Fire Department. They come to find out, and uh, they're getting a lot of backlash down here. But you know what? Yeah, yeah well, hold, hold on. The New Orleans Fire Department, they, they did four days' worth of training. And reportedly, even some of the sewage and water board guys, that's two um, city government you know, entities and employees you know, in some form uh, or fashion. So that's using the city of New Orleans, you know, funds for this. That, that and, you know, it said he wasn't going to do that uh, in the whole lawsuit. Well, see, hey, Caleb, I'm going to bring you in on this. You know, you hear about the three percenters and the Oath Keepers, and that's usually these police and the fire department. Where were they at? You know, ultimately, when push comes to shove and they get their orders from their handlers, whether it's uh, from Landrew or above that, People are going to follow orders, and when push comes to shove, whether it's be – this is a microcosm. What's happening with our monuments here in New Orleans is happening across the country with all of our rights, Agenda 21, uh, Open Borders, the Kalargi Plan, and yeah. you know all across the world. You name it, and it's happening in front of us, it's, and not much we could do about it. And these Oath Keepers that they keep talking about, when push comes to shove – they're going to answer to their pension and their 401k because ultimately that's more important than what they believe in their well, hearts, right? They had that one gentleman that was standing out there, and he was really giving the police the business. Not being disrespectful, but he was screaming. You know, he said, I know most of y'all are veterans. He was clearly a veteran. I know most of y'all are veterans. I know y'all served. You know, y- y'all are supposed, you know, y- you fought for freedom. Does this look like freedom? Does this look like liberty? You know, this looks like communism or fascism. You know, he's screaming this. And look, he's asking, he's asking him, you know, the, the, uh, the, the brass there, where's the permit? Where's the permit? You know, no one's seen a work, uh, a building permit, uh, that's supposed to be, you know, on the job site to where you could see it. Uh, we didn't see any of that. Uh, so, I mean, there was just so many things that took place. Any, any thoughts, Caleb? And before you answer, Caleb, we're going to go to y'all's calls here in a minute, probably out into the next segment. Go ahead, Caleb. What's your thoughts on this? Well, uh, first of all, for uh, people listening, there, there, there was sort of, there's, uh, I put some of these videos together on the Daily Resistance. Go check it out. It has a video of you uh, debating that woman, of course. But, uh, but anyway, I obviously thought it was very interesting that they had the snipers out there. And I also noticed that um, on the comment section 
on the WWL TV uh, video with, between, with you and that uh, lady. Yes, sir. It, it, seemed, it seemed like to me that the more than half, at least half, probably the majority of the comments seemed to be – there seems to be like, well, the monuments are coming down. Get over it or people don't really care. Right. Or, but there obviously are uh, people on there that, yeah, we're um, – you know, challenging that uh, as far as the reasoning for the removal, of course, going back to the, the Dylan Roof uh, shooting, of course. You know, he had that, they had that infamous photo of him with that Confederate flag. So obviously, well, the Confederate soldiers were slave owners, so therefore they yeah. must, you know. The, and Caleb, did you, bringing that up, did you listen to that one gentleman's uh, take on his, his ancestor, you know, yes, who, who yeah, fought I, on that battle? I, I included that video it, in the oh, article on the that, that, resistance. That's right, you did. That's right. Um, and, and you know his his ancestors they weren't slave owners. They just came here from Ireland. You know, so they try to paint this picture. I go look. We got a loaded phone lines already. Let, let's take one call before we go to break, real quick. We got Joseph and Mary. How you doing, Joseph? Oh, hello. Yes, sir. Go ahead, Joseph. How you doing, brother? All right, I called up William Wallace last night. Yes, sir. Hot. And uh, we seen I him out there. Huh? We seen him out there the other night. Well, I, I, what I'm baffled by, I, and I really know the answer because everything is about money. Every, I mean, when a commercial sponsor buys advertising time on a show, you know, he's hoping to get a payback from that in terms right. of people showing up and and going to the, uh, you know, the the business that buying the time to advertise on the show. All right, but you know, Mr. Wallace uh, said, "Please don't boycott businesses in Orleans Parish or New Orleans, and because that's going to hurt people." I'm hurt in my heart, right, to see these statues and monuments, my heritage, representing my Confederate heritage, my Southern heritage, my ancestors that fought for. The Confederacy. In fact, one of them fought for the Union. Uh, on, you know, I mean, we, we, that's how families were divided. Uh, one ancestor uh, that fought for the Union, uh, he uh, was a big-time medical Union Army officer, and there's a statue to him in Washington, D.C. That's cool. I've never seen it. But, but the, the ones that fought for the Confederacy were little privates, but four of them. Uh, but the thing is... Um, and they were also in, in medical, uh, medical service, uh, army service. But the thing is, I, there is no other peaceful, nonviolent response except the boycott. And I will not. You know, hey, hey J- Joseph, you telling me you telling me voting's not going to help, buddy? Well, you, yes. You, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just playing. It, it hasn't you, worked yet. You, you know, you, I, you know, you certainly vote for people. Should certainly vote for you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you run from there. But the thing is, uh, I didn't want to debate him about the uh, issue of the, uh, uh, you know, not wanting to uh, boycott businesses in Arlington Parish and Wallace. But uh, you know, if you boycott, all you're doing really is emulating. What really started the civil rights movement, going all the way back to the late 1950s, with the boycott in Selma, Alabama, uh, Selma, Alabama, I think it was of the bus line, uh, the bus line service, the buses, right? Right. And that's all you're doing. You're if you you're actually 
emulated what black people did that kicked off their civil rights movement, which was the boycott. You're actually, you're, you're not reinventing uh, the wheel in some sort of KKK way. You're actually emulating what black people did over 50 years ago, which is the boycott. If you, you don't want to go to Orleans Parish and shop and buy items or things or whatever, services in Orleans Parish. And, and, and what people have to understand is that, um, you know, money is the mother's milk of politics. The people that really have the money to donate to a politician, if you're going to run for mayor, you you already acquiring this, acquiring this knowledge, um, it's the business community. The yep. business community has the money right. no. to tell the politicians, this is what we want and this is what we don't want. That, that's right. And, and, that, that, that's fascism. We live we live under this fascistic system, uh, Joseph, for sure. Look, we got to go to a break, brother. I appreciate your call. Great call. Great I'd point. Like call back if I can. All right. Call, call back. We got three other calls. Call back and we'll get you back on. Go ahead. No problem. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back listening to Battle of New Orleans right here, home of the First Amendment WGSO. I'm Nathan Lawrence along with Goyam and Caleb Hit. Man, it's been a crazy week. Uh, you know, we've we seen a lot of interesting stuff, you know, at the at the monument uh, removal the first night. We got there. There was upwards of about 15 to 20 people at the Liberty Monument. They had a little visual. People were stopping by lighting candles, you know, reporters, uh Swanson from, uh, what's her first name? Gina Swanson, I believe, from WDSU. She, she stopped for a minute, talked with us. You know, she left, and they had some other various, you know, local reporters that were stopping. Rob Misson stopped. Uh, you know, so there was even a few state troopers that even stopped, you know, and voiced their opinion. It was like, man, we, we, we don't want to do this, but what can we do? I mean, that's everybody's sentiment. What can we do? We can't do nothing. I know what you do. You, you say you're not you're not doing that detail, and if, if they want to put you in that detail, then you know, and they they say that's it. Then I mean, it's time some people take a stand. You know, uh, if, if it takes losing your your thirty thousand dollar year pension, so be it. Well, yeah, I mean, I had work Monday at four in the morning. You know, Nathan's tired; he's got work in the morning. Most of the people out there had work in the morning or all day. Some even worked on Sunday. You know, I got a five month old baby. The comfort zone is the thing you got to beat if you want to save yourself or your future or your country. And then you look at the situation with the apathy levels, Nathan and Caleb. The apathy, whether it be with the monuments here, anything that we talk about on this show that we're concerned about and all our listeners call up about is just out of control. Out of control. And look, we got a lot of callers calling up about the situation here. I guess we're going to go to the call line. Uh, let's go to uh, Jeff in Norco. Go ahead. Jeff, you're on the air, Battle of New Orleans Radio. Hey, guys, how you doing? I, um, Pretty good. And I, who, there's a bit of, I don't know where to start, except for the tyrant. He's a tyrant. Yeah. Uh, uh, for, for what he did, it shows you what a third world leader he is. He doesn't know how to lead and how delusional Mitch Land, son of a Mitch Landro is. Son of a Mitch. But... <laughs> But you know, I want to tell you this. This is uh, I've been promoting this, and I even try to get to Rush Limbaugh. I wish somebody. I don't care. I didn't even use my right handle. I don't, I don't care about who gets it done. But 
There is uh, information out there. It's called Dixie Censored Subject, Black Slave Owners. You know, did you ever hear of that? Yeah, I mean, I know there were black. One of the first, uh, the first slave owner in this country was a well, black slave well, owner. Listen to Anthony this. Johnson. Not to interrupt your call, there, Jeff. Right now, we have somebody who's coming to the studio. We think around eight o'clock. Her name's Ar- Miss Arlene. She drove all the way from Oklahoma. She's an African American lady who is the daughter of the. She's a descendant of the Confederate daughters, and she's been in front of the Jefferson Davis Monument all day today. And people are twisting their neck. They've never seen a uh, African American lady holding a five foot by three foot confederate flag but she's explaining yeah, the history call, they used to have a call uh, on wtix years ago a call uh, on a talk radio show and uh she, there was a black lady that would call in and her uh great her granddad because uh, she seemed like she was pretty a uh, pretty bit up in age he had uh she still had his confederate battle flag that he kept so and boy, I sure wish I could have known know what her name is and all that. But if you read this this report real quick, the fact is that a larger number of free Negroes own. This is what it says in the report on black slaves. In fact, in numbers disproportionate to their representation in society at large. In 1860, only a small minority of whites owned slaves. According to the U.S. Census report for the last year before the Civil War, there were nearly 27 million whites in the country. Some 8 million of them lived in state holding states. Now, this is the federal census. This is the census at the time. And they said that they had a call where they were were trying to um, change that. Uh, I think it was uh, Representative Patricia Smith. But uh, it was just talking about in 18, let's see, 1860, there were at least six blacks in Louisiana who owned 65 or more slaves. C.P. Richards, who was black, owned a large sugar cane plantation. Another black slave magnate uh, in Louisiana with over 100 slaves was Antoinette Dublisset. Instead of me going on and let your guests come in and talk, it's called Dixie Censored Subject by Robert M. Grooms. Oh. Robert M. Grooms, oh. Dixie said. And I tell you what, I don't know why they don't bring this up, because they make the issue. The main focal point is they wanted to, to taking it down because of slavery. When back then, they almost had a little, uh, maybe over 50, 51% of free blacks owned slaves, where whites didn't. So where, this is, to me, the most pertinent information you can get to help the cause. And now is the right time. And, uh, let, I, I, I really, I'm going to send a little of this to um, Son of a Mitch Landrew. Well, anyway. Th- th- thank son you. of a Mitch. We, we appreciate it, Jeff. You know, uh, I mean, look, th- that's the thing, though. They don't want to look at history and what really happened. They want to use talking points and bullet points to divide everybody or attempt to, you know, to just use this, you know, for, for racial division. Okay, we got two minutes. Let's, uh, let's go to... Let's go to Phil the Patriot. Oh, Phil, yeah, go Phil. ahead, Phil. Perfect. And Phil was at the monuments here. That's right. Phil, and you're going to be out there at Jefferson Davis tonight, from what I understand. Phil's a soldier. Oh, definitely, I would rather die. The war has started. With Phil, we're going to chain you up, but Listen up. I have some unexpected news. I just went to the pit stop at 4107 Jefferson Highway, mm-hmm. and I talked to over 100 bikers, you know, bikers for Trump. Harley yeah, boys. Right, 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 right. Keyword. I'm going to say it right now. Piss. Yeah. They don't like what's going on. 
And guess what? We might have some unexpected help out there tonight. Uh. <laughs> All right, Phil. Thanks. Hey, listen, Phil, if you're still listening. Hey, the BBC is going to be at the Jefferson Davis Monument tonight at 10 o'clock. So any listener who wants to come out, this stuff is catching fire. It's going international. Oh. And and we're going to be there. Dr. Marksbury is going to be there tonight. A lot of people were there last night. A lot of Antifa were there. And, uh, yeah, we failed Sunday night, Monday morning. But, well, hey, at least wait, we were wait, there. Well, you know you know what happened, Goyim? What? what they, as soon as we left at about 105, 106, they waited us out. They brought the bomb-sniffing dogs, and for some reason we left. We left. As soon as we left, they rolled in the barracks. You guys got work in the morning, right? As soon as we left, Jeff Adelson reported. Adelson. Yeah, he he was there last night. He he reported the tribe. I wonder. I wonder if he's related to Sheldon. But but he oh he was he was the, <laughs> he was there and uh you know he report he reported soon. Oh, they're moving. The, the guys left and they're moving in the barricades. Wow. Battle New Orleans Radio. Be right back. Home of the First Amendment. You can't say this on eight seventy nine ninety. Come to Jeff Davis tonight, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. You're listening to Battle of New Orleans Radio. Hey, Look, Nathan, no, I, I got a go question ahead. for you. Go I got a message from one of our listeners, our loyal listener, Richie. My boy. What up, Rich? Our boy, he, he asked us, listen, what's the point of going out to the monuments? Is it, what What? What are you going to do out there? I, I, I see you guys talking about taking, you know, protecting the monuments, but what are you going to do? Are you just going to stand there and watch, or are you going to stop them? So how would you answer that, Nathan? I mean, look, I don't advocate any violence, you know, but I mean. Well, by us being there present, Richie, I'll tell you what. You're letting them know that, look, that people are pissed and upset and, you know, they're on notice. Yeah, when you have 30 people, whether we stand up and chain ourselves to the monument or not at this point, we all have smartphones in our pocket. They're worried about this stuff getting out. The New Orleans Fire Department's catching a lot of heat now, you know, no pun intended. And so you got to situate. Yeah. You got a situation right now where, you know, they're worried about that. They don't want these rolling cameras. They want to clear you out. They want to barricade everyone out of there. They're, they're such man. They're, they're such real, real men for doing that. Dress, yeah, dressed three up. percenters. My, you know what? You know. No, but even you know the, the, these firemen. You know that they're masked up. At least the police had the balls to stand there and look us in the face. Yeah, I, I think our our presence there has some merit and value. At this point, it might be a lost cause, but. At least, you know, like I said, we were talking at the Liberty Monument the other night, Richie, and um, I told him, I was like, we got 12 people here. It's 11 p.m. We're, we might lose this, which we did on that night, but at least we were there. At least we could say we weren't it, cucked out, not there, not even trying, because that's, that's, that's a microcosm of any human being's life. Are you going to try? Are you going to second-guess your whole life? Did you did you marry the right person? Did you have enough kids? Did you save enough money? Well, that night we might have lost, but at least we tried, you know. Yeah, but I mean, sure. you know? and if we wouldn't have left, maybe you know they would have. We could have waited them out, but instead, you know, they waited us out. We, look, let's take these calls. We have Chris at the bar, then we have David from Bush. We're going to Chris at the bar. How you doing, Chris? Welcome to Battle of New Orleans. Is this, is this the real Nathan? Oh, what's up, my boy? My Nathan. boy, my boy, there, T. You know, T. Chris uh, Murphystein. Yeah, no, let me tell you what happened here. We're, ha- we're having a a, um, uh, a memorial meeting here tonight. All right, let's have a meeting right now. I got my serious face on. Let's go. Memorial meeting, and, and the, uh, the the person who owns this phone. We're out in the middle of the woods right now, okay? And uh, the person who owns this phone just stepped back into purview of the uh, phone. He was outside taking care of some plumbing issues just now. Yeah, that's right. And and, and uh, but you know, 
I am an old veteran of the, when they first uh, uh, commemorated the Liberty Monument back in 1993, I was uh, at the base of the monument holding up the Louisiana flag when these black radicals came in there and tried to disrupt everything, and there were fights and all kind of humbug and all that, you know. And, and uh, but, you know, it, it, nothing has changed, okay? there we, we knew then that they were going to be wanting to tear that thing down. Avery Alexander himself said he wanted to throw it in the river. Wow. And, right. Uh, I, I remember. He, he's long gone. He's long gone dead and worms eat him and everything, I guess, right now. But, but uh, you know he, uh, uh, he he finally got his way. But you know, here here's what I wanted to leave a thought with with the black people who are promoting this and pushing this and fostering all this. Well, we we, we know we know we know Chris, we know Chris that the, you know this mostly aren't black people promoting this though. Go, go ahead. Right, I'm sorry. Right, right. Right. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. You know, it, it's well, I'm using that term generically. But yeah, anyway, yeah, my bad. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. The, uh, uh, but, but when I say black, I mean black-hearted people, sure. black-souled people. But uh, the uh, a, a day is going to come yeah, in the not-too-distant future where things are going to turn, and you're going to have the the new government is going to look at this, and they're going to say, well, you know, we don't like this Martin Luther King statue here. Yep. We don't like this Martin Luther King Boulevard thing here. And we don't like this Avery Alexander thing. We don't like this uh, Louis Armstrong thing here. And all, Israel Augustine, and all those black names and all those black heroes are going to be swept aside. And the reason they can be swept aside is because the people doing this dastardly deed this week and maybe tonight are setting the precedent for that action. What say you, sir? Yeah, no, I totally agree, Chris. And, you know, here's, here's what I've been saying. You know, what happens when there's no more black and no more European people and it's mainly Hispanic and they don't have any deep, um, rooted ties to the Civil War or tied to, you know, Reconstruction? And, and then they, they erect, you know, they erect statues and they tear down, you know, the past statues. And what happens when they get conquered? They're going to want to put Pancho Villa up there. Right. It'll never stop. Cinco de Mayo all over the place, all right? They're going to want to do Dia de the Dead, Dia de Marte, you know? I mean, you know, it's if you set that precedent right now, okay, it's going to come back and bite you in the butt. I have a point, Chris. And what if you go to Rome and you say, you know, we want to tear down the Colosseum because tens and tens of thousands of people were brutally killed in the Colosseum, you know. And, and you, you look at all the Christians that were killed in Rome. Uh, so, so do we take down the statues and monuments that represent that? Well, you know, according to this theory, you would. Well. You know, according to what's going on now, sure, you know. And, and the thing is this, you know, it's... it's uh, 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 be careful, you know. If, if you have if you have plans of kicking the tiger in the butt, you better have plans for dealing with his teeth. No, that that's for sure. That, that's right, for sure. Let me, let me, hey, look, this 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 is really Chris. This was uh, I'm I'm Dan from Building yeah, Seven, I, but Chris right next to me right now. Chris, I, Chris's phone, Dan's on the phone. I, yep. I, I know. I, I heard you, Dan. I was trying to play right. it off. 
Thought you was incognito. Go ahead, Chris. I'm very incognito. Let me interject something here, guys. The problems that we're having today started 104 years ago with with the uh, adoption of the Federal Reserve Act. Creature from Jekyll Island. And we have declined as a nation, as a people, since then. Amen. 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 This is this is just a continuation of that effort to control us. They have uh, they have since that time taken control of the European nations, and yep. they have centralized their control to the extent that we are, are, are in fear of speaking out against them. And Woodrow Wilson, who was the president at the time, who who, who campaigned on the promise to keep us out of war, just like this Trojan horse that we have in office now, campaigned yep. on the promise. Keeping, out, keeping us out of the European war was was uh, compromised by the, the, the moneyed interests. And we went to war in Europe, and the bankers won. And uh, the second war that started, for, I guess, in Europe in 1938, and the United States entered in 1941, yeah. was just a yeah, yeah, continuation right. of that war. And the European peoples of the world are suffering to this day. Now, I would argue that the people that were, were, were fomenting those wars are the same people that are fomenting this today. And if, if any of your black listeners, if there are any, want to understand the role of these people in, in the slave trade, there's an old, Jew, an old, what is it, an old Polish proverb, the Jew shrieks as he strikes you. Yeah. Read Tony Martin's. Read Tony Martin. Mm-hmm. as a black professor from Wellesley College. Okay. The secret relationship between the blacks and the Jews, and find out who actually owned the slave ships. Yeah, it was who it owned the slave ships that brought the Negroes to the to, to the New World. This was not Europeans. This was Jews. Oh, we thought they were Irish Catholic, Chris. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, you're totally, you're totally correct. There, there's a, a website um, done by Mr. Dontrell Jackson. It's called "We Thought They Were White." Go, go check that out, and it's, uh, it's very, very interesting. You know, it shows you know the Jewish, the Jewish ties, you know, with the slave trade and and plantation owners as well. They, they, there's, it's well documented. I mean, it, it, Dr. Martin, Dr. Tony Martin. Well documented, the the the, the trafficking, the the, the uh, just just the activities of these different ships that were bringing ships from the Congo filled with African slaves to the New World to sell to the European colonists or the European Americans. Right, and it, it, there's there's no question that, that they were the ones behind it. And then, ironically, in the early part of the 20th century, the NAACP was founded. By the same people that were selling these people. The right. first, the first, for the first fifty years, for the first fifty years of the NAACP, the leadership was uh, exclusively Jewish. They were not black. They were not Negro. They were Jewish. For the first fifty years of the NAACP. So what? I would, I would argue the point that the common entity enemy of the white and the black races is not each other. They, they need to learn the history and, and understand what's actually taking place. Because if you read about the hangings in Mississippi, I think they had a, 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 a film in, that was made in Hollywood about it by the tribe, you know, talking about the whites that marched with the blacks. And they were, they were a couple of white 
people murdered with a black Medgar Evers or whoever it was. These were people from New York. And these are the same people that are fomenting the hatred and the division today. And all of this statue removal, monument removal, erasure of white history is doing is dividing the races. And that is exactly what their agenda entails. And we need to be aware of that. We need to understand that we're being played. This has nothing to do with black versus white. This has to do with control of the people. Hey, hey Chris. Them, conquer them. Chris and Dan, we're coming to a hard break. Listen, great call. We got some more people calling yeah. in. We also have Arlene, Miss Arlene, who drove all the way from Oklahoma. She's not going to be able to make it in studio, but she's at the Jefferson Davis Monument right now. African-American lady. She's a descendant of the Confederate daughters. She's been out there with a uh, five-foot by three-foot Confederate flag all day, and everybody's been attacking her and screaming at her. She's still out there. We're going to have her on next after the break, Battle of New Orleans Radio. All right, we are back, Battle of New Orleans Radio. Look, we're going to go right to our special guest. Uh, we were trying to get her in the studio. She's not that familiar with this neck of the woods. Um, you know, she's the descendant of the Confederate daughters. She drove all the way from... She drove. Oh, she's. Hey, hello, Miss Arlene. Are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still listen, here. listen. Can you can you give our listeners what's been going on the last few hours? You drove all the way from Oklahoma. You heard about the monument situation. You drove down here to see what was going on. You want to preserve the monuments. You're down there. You got a Confederate flag, five foot by three foot. You've been waving it over there, and a lot of people are getting upset. But what? Explain to our listeners what's going on exactly over there right now. Well, um, no one has showed up to take the monument down. You know, there's been several people come out here, but it seems like the, most of the blacks that are passing by, I'm getting more of a... Um, um, They're you giving know, you a dirty attack, look? Yeah, well, attack language and yelling at me, saying some horrible, horrible things, more like, so than they are the white woman who's flagging next to me. Wow. You know, and then the, it gets worse and worse as the darkness move on, as the, as the darkness move in. You know, in the daytime, it didn't get so bad, but the darker it does get outside, the, you know, the worse they act. Yeah, and I mean, how many people would you say are out there right now protecting the monument? Uh, well, it's just me and Mrs. Uh, Gina. And Only two people. Lady, her, yeah, and there was a lady, another lady and her son, but they had to leave for her to take him to school, and I didn't want to leave Gina here by herself. Otherwise, we would have been yeah. in the studio and given that it's getting dark out here. And listen, and Hank, we got some of these white Black Lives Matter people that showed up there behind us. Oh, well, they might not be white. They might actually be from the Northeast, like Chris was saying earlier. And Dan, but oh. you listen, Arlene, we want you to be safe. Uh, we appreciate you coming all the way from Oklahoma to do that. You know, tonight, who knows what monument they're going to target. They have all these tourists coming in town tomorrow for Jazz Fest. Uh, Mitch Lander was on MSNBC promoting how he was going to get these monuments down sooner than later. He's taken one down. And believe me, Arlene, when, when we leave or anybody leaves that monument, then barricades are going to be set up before you know it, and they'll be cutting yeah. it up because that's what happened Monday morning. That, that's right. Ms. Well, I well, I can't be at more than one place at one time, and I don't know who's over there standing watch over there at Lee. I saw. Burgard. Miss Arlene, we saw. We drove by Lee earlier today. They have some people there right now. I think the best situation for you is stay where you're at. You're, it's you know it is getting later, but for now, stay where you're at. Last night they had about 25 people at Jefferson Davis, and from what I understand, tonight more people are coming, more people from the Monumental Task Force are coming, 
And the BBC is going to be doing a live broadcast at 10 o'clock over there. So it is going to be Jefferson Davis is the most vulnerable monument of the three, if you ask, in my opinion, because it's the smallest. It's the easiest easiest one to, you know, eliminate. Extract, right. Yeah, extract. You know, Lee, to me, it, obviously... That's going to take some real planning. Yeah, and truth be told, they're probably just going to cut off Robert E. Lee at the top and replace him with some other figure down the road. But, Miss Arlene, any final thoughts you want to give to our listeners about what what New Orleanians and people who care about these monuments should do? And what do you suggest? Should people come out there and support you on this? Or, or yeah, you know... I think, I, think, I think that the more people that show up to support these monuments that are endangered, then the better off it would be and until the legislator does vote to protect these monuments. Yeah. But the more people show up, the better. And I think that the new, I think that the, uh, um, the Louisiana politicians have become used to seeing Confederate-friendly people not coming out to support what is Confederate-related. That's, right. that's what I believe because, because they're not used to it. I mean, the way they're looking at us, not waving these flags, tells me right off the bat. These people are not used to seeing nobody waving no Confederate battle flag out in the broad daylight open. They wonder, like, what the hell's going on here? It's because the people of New Orleans have conditioned, hmm. have conditioned the authorities True. to not seeing it. And that's a damn yep. shame. And then, you know, how in the world are you going to expect somebody to not take down something that you don't want to come out there in the broad daylight open to, and to, and to support it? I mean, if I can do it, anybody can. Yeah, I think it's been a shock to a lot of people's system to see the Confederate flag because down here, I mean, that's been pretty much uh, abolished a long time ago down here, and maybe in well, Oklahoma, it's kind of like a big taboo. It well, is it a is. big taboo down here, and it is a shock. So I'm sure there's a lot of uh, wreck necks driving by you. People are really twisting their necks and giving you a long rubber neck because they've never yeah, really seen that around here, and, and they're shouting stuff at you, and you know. I, I don't think you're in major uh, physical harm. Hopefully some more people can come out. And uh, we're going to be out there after the show. So if you can hang in there another hour or so, we're going to be driving down there and giving you some support because we do support the monuments. And we do think that being there physically matters because even if we don't chain ourselves per se to the monument, everyone, including yourself, you know, with your Facebook, Facebook live feeds and everybody's got a smartphone, if someone comes over there, we can film it. We can explain and get more people in the know of what's going on as it happens. But when no one's there and they see that and they got those cops driving around, you probably see that, Miss Arlene. The yeah, cops are the cops are driving around to see if you're some kind of domestic terrorist. And who knows if they're checking to see, okay, well, we got a couple of people here. Well, PGT Burgard is un, unattended. Let's go for that one tonight. Let's get the let's get a big yellow construction over there tonight. Or they go for Lee tonight. You don't know. Well, you know. We, well, we're not going. Well, we're not going to leave until until the sun stops coming up. Hmm. Well, there you go, Miss Arlene. Miss Arlene is stating right now she's camping out there tonight, ladies and gentlemen. She's not going anywhere. She's not going to be intimidated from the premises. She's going to be at Jefferson Davis all night tonight. I'm sure you'll see her on BBC tonight because the crew, the camera crew, is supposedly going to be there at 10 o'clock. Doctor Marksbury is going to be over there and. And uh, more people from the Monumental Task Force. And if it's anything like last night, once around 10 o'clock came, they had about 25 people out there protecting the monument. So let's hope that happens. Of course, we have the Bread and Circuses coming down the pipe. Tomorrow's the NFL draft. You have the Jazz Fest coming up. People got to drink and eat food and be merry. So, it, you know, the resistance is going to be depleted if you if I were to make a prediction. But, uh, okay. yeah, our, oh, oh, there's a police car back there. So, Miss Arlene, be careful. 
We appreciate you calling us up. And um, we're going to see you in a, maybe an hour and a half or so down there at the Jefferson Davis Monument. Well, I'm going to still be here standing on my feet. All right. You just let us know if you need anything, and we're going to see you in about an hour and a half. Have a great night, and uh, thanks bring for calling in. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. Come down here. Please bring me a bottle of water. I, I got you. Bring I'll, br- you a I'll bring water, you some okay? water and something neat. Thank you very much, Miss Arlene. All right, and we have about one minute left to the break. Go ahead, Nathan. Any final thoughts? Yeah, I, w- I had some questions for Miss Arlene. I know she had to go. Um, you know, that, that's a brave woman because I know here, you know, he, she probably it, got called Uncle Tom multiple times, m- multiple times because just because people don't know, they don't understand the history. They've been, you know, just lied to and told these things. Look, the other night when I was at, you know, standing there at the Liberty Monument and watching them remove it at the end, right before I left, Malcolm Subra of Take Him Down Nola, that shill, that sorrow shill, he, he, he had three or four underlings that came up with him. And he had to tell them when to clap. Okay, y'all guys clap. You know, all right, y'all clap. You know, (laughs) these people, you know, they're being told when and how and what to think and when to be mad. I mean, that's how, how, you know, this is a non-issue. They're just trying to make it an issue. This is a complete non-issue that is being fabricated. This is complete uh, fake news. We also had Gary King supposed to be coming maybe the second hour as well. And so. Gary says he's coming down to the monuments tonight. And so we, need, we, need, we need everybody there. We're going to we have everybody. Pe- we're going to have food out there, guys. You know, not much, but, you know, maybe Bad a bag of chips or something. All right, we'll be right back. They never held the vote. They never, look. Don't holler at me. I, don't, I, I didn't threaten you. Don't threaten me. They I didn't, didn't hold the vote. They didn't hold a damn vote. It's, this whole process has oh, never been transparent. It is beautiful. Watch it coming down. Yeah. Watch it coming down. It'll be your, it'll be your statue next. It'll be whatever you want next. I'm that, proud that's of what's it. Gonna Democracy in action. My vote mattered. My you vote didn't mattered vote. Down. I didn't vote. He didn't vote. vote. Nobody voted. They spoke up. There was never a vote. There was never did you vote? Did you vote? Did anybody vote? Did y'all vote? Whether they cover their faces or not, they have the right to do so. There was no vote. There wasn't a vote. No, there was no vote. If there was a vote, if there was a vote, they wouldn't be taking it down in the middle of the night. Oh, now you're for a constitutional republic. Now you're for a constitutional republic. They spoke. They, you voted for them. They spoke. They made their decision. Welcome to democracy. It's coming down. Congratulations. That's not democracy. That's, you that's, voted that's for these not people democracy. to make these decisions for you. That's not that's democracy. For one, we live in a constitutional republic. We don't live in a, in, in a democracy, number one. Okay? That's, that's first and foremost. Number two... What's that? No, 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 it's not actually not. It's a constitutional. No, 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 no. That, that's the problem. No, right. You think this was transparent? You think there was a vote? There was no vote. The the, the anti-fascist is 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 it all he's doing is spewing fascism. This is fascism. Y'all y'all people are delusional. Everything is opposite day with y'all. Y'all don't have y'all don't understand anything. This has been all over the news. It's been on Nola.com. There was no vote. There was hey, no vote. The They've been talking about this. They've been the whole talking, but there's no vote. The people in New Orleans and all the polls they were vehemently the right against this. No, they were vehemently against this. You go look at any poll.
And that was Nathan Lawrence at the Liberty Monument uh, Sunday night, Monday morning, going toe-to-toe with the Antifa. She had a fictitious Saints jacket on as if she was a local of some sort. Oh, she, she, she just walked. She wasn't. just got off her little dishwashing job, she said. She got season tickets with the Saints. She's been a Who Dat Nation member for years oh, and yeah. years. Season tickets is, since 1973. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that going to beat those Saints? Anyway, how can you find that video? You can look that on YouTube. It's uh, yeah, you can find it on Temper's YouTube. Flare at Liberty Monument. Yeah, WWL's that. got it on there. Matter of fact, the Associated Press even carried it. CBS uh, did a story about it, and you were the clip when I was driving to work uh, Monday morning. All of a sudden, I heard on WWL radio, "He didn't vote. You didn't vote. Nobody voted." And I knew that was Nathan right then and there. It's funny, man. Caleb, what do you think of what you're seeing down here? Obviously, you're in Ohio. You've been watching us talk about this and how important this is, and this is a microcosm for the whole country. And um, you know, we're just—it's just been something that we've been dealing with for so long, and now it's all coming to a uh, head right now. We lost one monument Sunday night. Dun, dun, and then, dun, 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 dun. We were there, but you know, what can you do? And and um, so, what's your take on what you're seeing down here with this? Well, I mean, obviously. This is like this. This is sort of like uh, there's been this, a big buildup to this actually happening for you know the last so many months. You know, Man, been some, almost uh, two years now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been some court hearings about it. Obviously, we've had different people you know talking about it on the show, Doctor uh, Mark, Richard Marksbury, and of course even David Digg and, and some others. But at any rate, so obviously the whole effort, you know was to somehow or another be able to somehow save the monuments. So it's kind of like a uh, – I mean, I can, I can, I can feel I, – I, I can sense the emotions, of course, you know, resonating uh, with the fact that the, of what's going on as of right now, of course, with a – you know, I don't know if you call it a failed effort or what, but, I mean, at least – If, if was, you're uh, trying, it's not failed. Right, right. That's that's good. That's a good way of looking at it, of course. So I mean, I mean, there's 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 too many people out there that they just they just, they don't care. They don't care enough to get out and do something. I mean, there's as you've already explained. Gary King many, in the house. Go ahead, Caleb. I'm sorry, Gary walked in. I got excited. And Gary's coming Hi, down Gary. to the monuments later. I go ahead, Caleb. I'm sorry. Well, it's all good. So I mean, how many? Yeah, you said there was approximately what, maybe 25 or so yeah. at the Liberty. Uh, Monument, and there's there's like very maybe a few people now at the Jefferson or something like that. Yeah, Je- at, at, yeah at the Jefferson Davis. You, you know, mean, like you, Caleb, I'm gonna throw something out real quick. You know where they're not at when they're where they're not wanting to take down is the Albert Pike Monument. They never want to take that pesky Albert Pike Monument down. You know, he 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 he, he raped little kids. He was a Satanist, Illuminati, high level. Uh, you know, founder of the KKK, the whole nine yards, and they never want to take down that monument. Well, hey, Caleb, let, let me tell you something, man. I, we saw this so. firsthand. The level of apathy is the most striking thing. I mean, people say they're going to do something. They say it's a travesty. They say someone needs to do something. They even say stuff like, we got to get thousands of people out there at the monuments. You, are you kidding me? We went a year and a half trying to get people to come and help us clean the monuments. We had five, six people. Me, Richie, Phil, the Patriot, B, Nathan, we paid out of pocket. We, we were the monumental task force, truth be told, because they weren't cleaning the monuments. And now things are coming to a head, and monuments are coming down at a rapid pace. 
But the thing is, the apathy. People say well, they care. It's like care. dominoes, man. It's disgusting. Yeah, and, and the thing, though, is, though, people will not get out of their comfort zone to stand up for anything. Now, that's going to be the same thing in Ohio, in That's coming Seattle. to a town near you. Yeah, the apathy level's there. And, and people got their bread and circuses. They got the NFL draft tomorrow. And down here, they got Uh-oh. Jazz Fest this weekend. Adrian Peterson. Yeah, we got Did they do it already in uh Kentucky? Yeah, they've taken they've taken some down already. Well, uh, this uh, at the same time they're they're pushing to get the Mississippi flag out of there. They're really pushing yeah. hard this week. It, it's coming. It's, it's look, all because of Dylan Roof. Let's take. Yeah, right. <laughs> look, we're going to talk about the entities behind that as we take this call. Go ahead, our main man Richie. What's up, Richie? Well, good evening, everybody. Uh, wow, what a dynamite show tonight, uh, Nathan. You're, you're quite eloquent on the uh, YouTube there, huh? Hey, Richie, was that the first time you heard that? Yeah, that was uh, quite amazing. And, uh, you know, you guys, I I have to applaud your effort for getting out and, you know, quote, doing something about it. Uh, Mark, you made a great, you know, uh, plea that you've been been pleading for people for, you know, to clean the monuments and, and make a march and this and that, and all but five showed up, but... Uh, I can't say that your efforts aren't appreciated and aren't going to do anything, but I, I have a bigger picture. And regardless if the, if the monuments stir up or down, the, the divide in the nation is still here. And the, you're not going to change anybody's mind or, or mold into one people of, of a nation uh, by removing or keeping up the, the statues. We are a divided people. We're, uh, we're not the same people that America was founded on. The founding stock is uh, under an attack to deliberately become a, mini- a minority in the land of our forefathers. Um, the spiritually, our uh, God has been b- virtually kicked out of the nation. Uh, the God that the men who founded this nation based their laws, their principles, and their uh, hopes and desires on through that word. Well, we just uh, this is a, this is just a continuation of the fight uh, 150 years ago between white people over the presence of non-whites in this land, and you know that's that's not going to change until people are segregated and put in their places uh, where they were naturally born to be. So, c- continuing to try to bring America together is uh, I don't I don't hold the optimism that you guys do. I see it as a failed experiment that. History. I'm a history buff, and I look to history uh, to, to for answers. And the history proves this doesn't work, and it's not going to work. Uh, it added on to all of the the conspiracies that you all can cite very well. Now, what do you think about that? Yeah, you have some valid points. And listen, let me say one thing there, Richie, before you disconnect, because you are a very smart, smart guy. We res- we respect your opinion on a lot of things. Thank you. And not to change the subject too much on what you're talking about, but we had a question in studio for you. This morning, Nathan called in to Jeff Croer talking about the apathy of the city, the apathy of people regarding the monument. None Gaston Landry. None Gaston Landry, all that. He said, well, what is anybody? would anybody think it'd be a good idea for us to have a lawsuit a federal lawsuit against the city in regards to the monuments and how much would that cost he asked mitchell gibbs a lawyer on the air what advice he would give and jeff career and they found that it would be approximately about five hundred dollars to put this uh lawsuit in, in into the into the works my question to you in regards to that is right after that 
Nathan, um, no, WGSO got a call from a lady who donated. And, and if you're listening, Miss Harrison, I'm going to call you in the morning. I apologize for not calling. I yeah, Miss Harrison calls in right after his call this morning and says that she's going to donate $500 for Nathan to put this lawsuit in place. So what do you suggest? I know you don't per se believe in the court system. It's above that now. I get that with you, Richie. I understand. But do you have any uh, suggestions on how Nathan can go about trying to get this in the works right now? I mean... Well, well, contrary to what you said, I think as individuals, even as citizens, our only hope is in the courts uh, to to get our "quote unquote" civil rights, which is what it's been barred down to. There are no unalienable rights anymore. Uh, so the courtroom is really the answer. But none of us are trained in law. Uh, we've been deliberately the school system does not bring up civics. No one wouldn't even know how to bail themselves out of court. Uh, you know, uh, or much less how to get down there. So that's on our fault uh, for not knowing that. But the answer is in the courts. And here's to the lawsuit, Nathan. Okay, you got the $500. Where are you going to get the other 250000 to bring this to the Supreme Court? Wow. Yeah, good question. Good question, Richie. Well, listen. So you, you, get, a, you get a victory here. It's just going to be appealed. Now you go to, to the Supreme Court of Louisiana. But, but if we can get it. $20,000. Now they put it on. We bring it up to the circuit court. That's another five, you know, $120,000. What if we do it all ourselves? What if we do it ourselves, Richie? You mean as a personal litigant? Yes. Have you got the skills to go on the court and to clash with seasoned prosecutors who I'm, know that book back and forth and will cheat you to your face? And if you don't know it and I'm, you don't know how to object to it, they're going to throw your case right out? I'm not saying I, I do, but maybe we can find some people that, that do. I, I hope with the briefs if you find someone to do that. Well, look, we got about 45 seconds to the break. Gary, any thoughts? Uh, I just wanted to ask you real quickly, uh, Richie. This is Gary. Um all these monuments were brought about by a fake story about a massacre in in uh, Charleston. What do you have to say? Talk to us about that part of it. And we only got thirty minutes. We only got thirty seconds there, Richie. So you can either hold on. Thank you. Okay, look, we're going to hold on for Richie's response on that and the Dylan Roof shooting. If that was real or not, false flag or not. And then we got we got another caller, Don. When Don, hang on. When when we uh, come back from break with. Finish Richie's call, and we're going to get to Anybody you. else want to call in? 504-556-9696. We'll be right back. Battle of New Orleans Radio. Battle of New Orleans. Get them, Gary. All right, welcome back to Battle of New Orleans Radio. I'm with my bud. No one's fought harder against the minor removal. All right, so... Richie, we're going to get back to you. We're talking about fake news before it was turned around. And the fake, in other words, the fake shooting in Charleston that was cited to bring down the monument the other night by our mayor was what's known as a fake news story. But the thing was, I had called that a fake news story long before the fake news phenomenon has come upon us as in recent months. So talk to us a little bit. Yeah, you know what? I just don't have enough information specifically on on that case to call it a false flag or not. I I have, and just gonna have to trust me on that. Okay, well let me let me continue the thought. Does the government use false flags? Absolutely. 
Of course. They all did. day. Uh, whether they've been doing this or not, this, this was already on the board, or on the slab to be. The Confederate uh, right, uh, uh, states' rights uh, issue was uh, yes. long been on the target. And this is, well, let me take this into another round, which uh, is with the Dylan Roof. Uh, and this goes to my point earlier about we're not the same people. We're not a one racial uh, religious group of people as a man founded as and meant to be. Uh, we had Nikki Haley, the daughter of some foreign immigrants who worship cows and, and a complete foreign culture and nation that has nothing to do with our history, our culture, our religion, our form of government. It was easy, easy to bring down the Confederate flag. This, this foreigner, this usurper, uh, who has no connection to our history, which is why it was easy for her to bring that flag down. Plus, you'd be politically rewarded for that as the white population diminishes in America. And, uh, and R- Richie, Richie, how, how dare you talk about that woman? She was holding up pictures of a little, in, little injured Syrians. How dare you? This woman is completely out of the league. That Donald Trump would have even considered her in the cabinet shows you that. Uh, well, the oh, whole Donald Trump. That, that's a, yeah, that's a fake. We, we got I duped on that. Uh, let me criticize the callers. Thank you. All. Thank, all right. Thank, Thank you, Richard. Uh, one more thing. All you listeners out there, send these guys some money. Will you? They need some dollars to give. You like listening to this? It costs money. No doubt about thank, it. Thank you for that, Richie. Thanks, Richie. And we God got bless. we got right. your Nathan Lawrence and for Mayor uh, sticker in the mail. It should be there by Friday. All right. All right, we got a buddy of mine who's a co-host on one of my shows called the JFK Show, and I really wanted to get his perspective. So, Don, come on the air with us and talk to us about the monument removal from your perspective. And you know what's going on around the country. So, Don, give us your perspective. I always value it. Okay, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys, and uh, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening, Don. Okay, so what what they're really trying to do here with this monument removal is uh, an ongoing white genocide scam that our uh, kosher friends are trying to run on us. And they're they're eliminating us from the history books, you know, even before they've shoveled the last, you know, scoop of dirt on us. Um, To me, this is ridiculous. Uh, This should not happen. Uh, this is this is an outrage. Uh, every white citizen in New Orleans should be down there screaming bloody murder at City Hall. This, yeah, but they're not, Don. The apathy is there. Was nobody there? I, I shot apathy. video with with Nathan. It was two thirty in the morning, and there was a guy up in a crane with a um, mask on. They had a mask on there. They had helmets on, bulletproof vests. Looks like bomb, bomb squad. They were bomb sniffing dogs prior to the setup of the policeman setting up their barricades, and there was no one there. If you didn't have a camera, you were pretty much, other than one person who Nathan had to give the uh, give the mainstream media exactly what they needed, I, I know. an argument between um, him and the... Uh, I, I know. that They took that and ran with it, but I couldn't help it, man. That woman was just sitting there. They were taking off the top of the monument and she's just you know antagonizing you know that being a, coming down oh yeah oh yeah 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 and just oh yeah we got our, justice democracy our vote counts and all this garbage and it just i couldn't take it anymore man i had to say something yeah but there was nobody there to argue you it, they made it appear that the entire there was a big huge crowd and they were at each other's throat but there was only <laughs> you and her yeah <laughs> there's like a handful so, of people I mean, scattered I, but yeah small crowd I mean, yeah the, the hypocrisy here is, is just off the charts so what was the big, you know, the, the so-called public 
you know, scam they're telling everybody. What, what's the, the cover? It was the Charleston shooting in South Carolina yeah. where Dylan Roof went in and massacred an entire uh, church full of black people. And I've done research. Uh, we all have on that one. And that one is a complete false, a manufactured news event is what we're going to well, call it now. Well, we're going to quit using just, the fake news. Say, you know, but let's, let's just say, for instance, okay, just for a minute, we'll just assume the government was right or whatever, and just just for... for okay, so yeah. a guy went in and murdered the whole church, and they just let him do it. Yeah, okay. All right, now, my, my point of contention would be, okay, how about the 30,000 black men that rape white women every year in this country and, you know, murdered? I mean, you know, they, they dump gas on them and light them on fire butcher them, they find them in trash bags, some you never find, they throw them in swamps. Um, and, and, and Martin Luther King was a rapist. He raped white women. Why isn't every Martin Luther King statue being torn down in this country? Yeah, good I mean, question. I, I wasn't aware of all that, Don. <laughs> it is a good no, question, that, Don. My, it is. That, that, yeah, the, the black-on-white violence in this country is off the charts. Now, do you, do you hear anybody talking about that? No. You know, everybody listening to this should go, go over to YouTube and just punch in Colin Flaherty. Yeah, yeah, Watch yeah. Watch some of those videos. Uh-huh, I've heard of them. Those yep. are really good. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah, it is on the, they do suppress that information. Obviously, they, no one wants to talk about the depopulation of. Oh, well, Don, you know, we appreciate it. Um, we're going to um, go into some more callers. And uh, like I said, I always appreciate your perspective. Thanks we're for being on the show. Thanks, Don. God bless. Coming to a hard break. We're going to be right back with a few callers. Hold on the line. Battle and Rolls Radio. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back listening to Battle of New Orleans Radio right here on 990 AM WGSO in the heart of the Crescent City, home of the First Amendment. You know, the, them other guys are far from the home of the First Amendment. You want to get your opinion heard? Your voice matters here. You can say anything you want. Yeah, try to talk keep... about a false flag in Charleston bringing the monuments yeah. down on WWL. And it'll never happen. You, you got to keep it clean, though. Look, let's, we got a load of phone line. Let's take these calls. Next one in line is Kathy from Lakeview. Go ahead, Miss Kathy. Hey, guys. Um, I want to say a couple of things really, really fast and then get to the meat of this. Um, first of all, everyone around the world loves New Orleans because of its mixed culture. And yet they want to take our culture away. Right. Because we have, you know. Y'all know. But anyway, that's something that stays in my mind. Today, I don't know if I, I, I didn't hear the first hour, so I, I'm not sure. But the Firefighters Association, are, they're really angry. Um, the unions are mad because they now know that their firefighters were used with masks. And yeah. they're suing the city. Um, the, poli- the, the fire chief was, was there, dressed up, appeared to be him with a, with a uh, in full full garb as well. Right, and he was denying it. And the union is they they following charges. They need to. Um, number three, Nathan, we have to sedate you because <laughs> although you want to make a statement, and I'm a hundred and eighty percent with you, you have to measure what's the more important goal. Well, I, and the I, city I got is I, I got baited into that. blacks. And even though you might have the nicest African-American black friend, that they're going to sort of sway to, well, you know, and you have to be guarded 
at all times because you can do more by being there. So next time I would like to see you, you know, be the soft person and instead of screaming at her, which I was screaming at her with you. Uh, but, I, they, you know, they, just saying, I, I totally I'm totally with you. I totally agree, Miss Kathy, and I think that's that's a wise observation. Um you know, they didn't show I, I just got sick of her mouth, man. They didn't show no, the I beginning they didn't I, I show the been, beginning of it, you know. No, I would have been the same person. I really would have. But you have to be in a guarded position. Because we need you as mayor. Mayor of New Orleans, two thousand seventeen. Right, and the thing of it is, is you can't favor anything right now. Remember, number one, red light cameras. And you can go and you you have to be like the quiet person right now because it's, it's more important for you to be mayor. You could have told her as soon as you're mayor that she will vote on the next monument re- removal. Or well, yeah, but you wouldn't want to have that reputation like you were screaming back. So you want to be there in a calm position and saying, look, you know, we didn't vote. And I want people to be aware out in the audience that you need to state your feelings and not just sit back on the uh, on the sofa and watch the news. So, but in a calm... And look, you're talking to a person that will fight for anything. So, but I'm just saying, you, we need you more as mayor. Well, I appreciate that. And I think that's, that's, um, that's some wise advice. He's got to toe the line for sure. It's just something that's something that we just care so much about it's it's hard no, to but they're going to you know? trick you they're going to trick no. you in every way they, they, and they've, they've, al- be ready for the they've already started to do it i had a, a friend of mine called me from morgan city and he had a friend of his that called him from the seven ward and his father from seven ward which i'm friends with him as well we tailgate together he said did, did you see your boy on tv he was going crazy and then and then so my buddy from morgan city asked him he said well did you watch it well no i didn't watch it either but i heard about it and then so yeah. I sent the video to my buddy, and he watched. He said, "Oh man, they're tripping, man." He said, "You ain't doing nothing." I said, "Russell, you, I mean, you know." But, I said, "Did you know, man?" I know. Well, they already did. You know what? At this point now, I think I may just have to own it. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah, own it. Got, own it, and say, you know what? I was very disturbed. Everything you said is on YouTube. Yeah. It's it's there. It's it's not going away. You're gonna have to own everything you said, Nathan. Yeah, and and you're gonna have to say forever. I, I am very disturbed. All, I'm I'm disturbed. For anyone in New Orleans not being able to vote. You know how many things Nathan has said so many personal things to me late at night, and the NSA has copies of all this stuff. (laughs) Believe me, he definitely wouldn't win the mayor if the NSA heard this. (laughs) All right, Gary, what you got, man? What Uh, we got next? Okay. Looks like we've got Arlene from the West Bank. Arlene? Arlene from the West Bank. Go ahead, Miss Arlene. Yes. uh, I'm Arlene on the West Bank. I'm one of Jeff's. Y- yes, ma'am. We're f- I'm familiar. Oh, with. we're familiar with you. Oh, good. we know you. You have a distinctive voice, and we're familiar with it. Got a radio Thank voice. You. I'm a Southern lady and proud of it. Woo. And uh, I tell you, perhaps we could send in a little money. Sometimes we who cannot be there to uh, in person, but uh, and we can pray. There's. Um, I wish every one that can't go there would read the 35th Psalm in the Bible. It's, may your enemies fall into the pit that they have dug for you. And, uh, I like that. Yes, and 
get tangled in the web of confusion that they meant for you. And uh, it's a very good prayer against uh, those things, those uh, uh, horrible people. Uh, now, <clears throat> I don't know if you know, uh, I'd be there, but hey, being 90 years old <laughs> and unable to really get out of the house much, I can't do what I would like to do. But you might know this fight would come up when I can't go there and do something. We'll fight for you. And we're going to be there tonight. We appreciate that. Yes. And uh, I'm just so proud of you all, you people who are out there on the front lines. We can be behind you with prayers and with whatever help we can give you. This is just an ongoing battle of the original war between the states. It's another battle. It's continued. And we're going to win this one, even if we have to just put everything back up after it's down. That's right. There is a glimmer of hope because it's cool to be out there and meeting people that you never met before and seeing people come by themselves. and People are getting riled up. We're coming together. It's not large numbers, but there are people. And listen, again, Jefferson Davis tonight, right after the show, come on out. If you oh, never I'm met us, ramping it up. Look, the oh. Liberty Monument. You have to admit that Thank thing was over there. You. Thank oh. you very much. Thank you, so Thank you right. very much for your call. Yeah, the Liberty Thanks, Monument is over there, parked next to a power line. I mean, Horrible I don't think location. I ever saw it. And uh, Jefferson Davis is going to really get people going. But I'm telling you, Robert E. Lee is going to have the boiling point, oh, and then man. Andrew Jackson. And I think that's going to be well, if if. Something doesn't happen. Man, and nothing's I'm, going this, to happen. This, this Albert Pike character, I, I keep, I keep asking about man. Andrew doesn't want to talk about that. He just won't. He just won't. He just won't do, do it. With Dylan Roof. <laughs> All right, look. Let's take these other two calls. We have Dale from California. Then we're coming to you next, Charlie. Okay. We got Dale from California. Welcome to the broadcast. Right, Dale, you're on the air. Hey, pleasure to be back. Yes, sir. Dale from uh, Protect Our Protectors. Oh, yes, sir. How you doing? I recognize your voice. What's yeah, up, brother? Terrific. Hey, listen, it's funny It's funny you called, man, and we're glad you called in. You know, we were just talking earlier in the show about how these fire department um, entities in New Orleans have turned on us. They worn masks and, and helped take down these monuments. Uh, and we talked about how a lot of people say they're oath keepers and three percenters. And when push comes to shove, and they're right there turning on us, you know. So, yeah, what's your take on that, man? I know you got a lot of information. So l- tell our listeners about it. Well, that's quite interesting. They showed up with their mask. I'd have to ask, where were they wearing their mask with, on September 11th, where now we we have to pay for 72,000 of them that are sick and dying. That's a whole lot of money. Why should we have to pay for it? They're the ones that violated their code of ethics by not wearing those masks. They knew damn well that building was full of toxins, yep, let point. alone what we are finding out later that should have been disclosed to them. So I understand the situation they're in there rather submissive to authority but they do have a code of ethics that uh, guarantees their safety and when you tell me not to wear my mask i'll tell you where to go so uh that's that's a touchy subject i want to talk about the statues and yeah go ahead you know it's not just the statues everywhere we look they just nip us here and they nip us there and they kick us in the teeth and uh, recently you know overwhelmingly military families voted for donald trump Hmm. and unfortunately Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of us North Americans think that we're going to have somebody come in on a 
white shining horse and save us. And that's just it was not going to happen. It was a mule. It was a white mule. It, 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 Dale, it reflects the way we are with sports, that our favorite team is going to just win the Super Bowl. And now Trump is he's going to be he's going to win. He's the Cowboys. He did it. Yeah. We won and got a touchdown. And thought during sport, our politics, we do sports, we wouldn't have these issues. So now what Donald Trump has done recently is spit right in the face of every American and specifically us Gold Star family members. We've paid the ultimate price by losing our children and specifically in the Iraq war, which was uh, built by fraud. But what fr- Trump has done recently. More gas. He had allowed Sarah Palin into the White House, which is not wise, along with Kid Rock, which is stupidity. And Nugent. Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent, an admitted pedophile. The man actually wrote an article, or is interviewed in Rolling Stone magazine about going in for his physical for the Vietnam War, and he peed and pooed his pants so he didn't have to go. He wow. wanted to stay home and screw underage girls at his rock concerts. Wow. And let me let me read the uh, the lyrics to this man's song. Yeah, Wango Tango. No, this one he wrote at 32 years old called Jailbait. Here's the lyrics written by him. Well, I don't care if you're just 13. You look too good to be true. I know that you're probably clean. Jailbait, you look fine, fine, fine. It's quite all right. I asked your mama. Wait a minute, officer. Don't put those handcuffs on me. Put them on her, and I'll share her with you. Wow. Now, what type of president would allow a man like that in the White House and shake his hand? Wow. You know, I, I didn't know. I didn't, never caught those lyrics before. Reminds me of Christine 16 from uh, Kiss, but a lot more uh, vulgar. Yeah. You know, go on Jerry Springer, not the White House. We well, want an fever. apology from Trump, from our congressmen. <clears throat> We want Ted Nugent banned from the White House. We got Gold Star mothers pulling their hair out. They lost their children, and this man wanted to stay home and be a pedophile. Uh, Absolutely. And, Dale, now it looks like, you know, Trump's beating that war drum. You know, we had the Tomahawk missile attack in Syria and then Moab, and everybody's screaming about it on social media. We got a a a real president He's got balls. He got balls. Get him. Assad's evil. He finally got somebody who could do something. Ain't nobody going to do nothing to us now. I used to say that about yeah, Bush until I saw did, did, um, Building did, did 7. In Iraq. Yeah. Support, he, the, support the he, troops was support the war. Hey, yeah. da- Dale, you look at the total flip-flop and you're seeing, you look at, oh, WikiLeaks, I love you, WikiLeaks. You helped me get elected. Oh, I love you. Oh, now WikiLeaks. Lock them up. Now Julian Assange needs to go to jail. Julian Assange. Yeah, we really need to honor your station where we can talk about these things. And I think we need to really take a look and realize everything we've been taught is wrong. Everything. Absolutely. We need to look at history with an open eye and and, and question these things. Dale, we got to get you on the show for a longer segment, man. We're coming to a break soon. we got about 30 seconds left. Any final thoughts? I'd love to bring some of my Gold Star mothers on. They are itching to express their anger. All right, man. All right. Listen, we're Let's focused on these monuments. Spread the word. What's going down in New Orleans is coming to your neck of the woods if it hasn't already. A couple of weeks, we'll, we'll, we'll make that happen. And look, we Gold got, Star we, Moms, welcome we, here. We got Phil the Patriot is going to be on location at Jeff Davis after the break telling us what's going down over there. We're going there after the show. Jefferson Davis at the corner of Canal and Jeff Davis. Battle of New Orleans Raider. We'll be right back for the final segment. Be there. Be square. Yeah. All right, look, we got three callers on the line right now in only about five minutes. So, Phil, we're going to you on location at Jeff Davis. Make seconds. it quick. Hey, Charlie Make it Causeway. Quick. Charlie what? Causeway, give us a call back. Phil, what's going on over there, man? Are you okay? Absolutely fine. Could 
Good evening, brother and sister, Christian American Patriots. Make it quick, Phil. Yeah, there's dozens and dozens of American Patriots out here here arriving more and more all the time. Some of them are going back and forth between the miners and the bikers were here a while ago. About 40 of them. Phil, yeah, Phil, listen, true. listen. We don't have time for any more talking. It's a war right now. Come out tonight. Come out tonight. Come out tonight. Come out. Phil, you got to be a leader now. You got to be a leader now. You got to be a leader. You need to tell. Listen, pay attention, Phil. Tell the group to keep an eye on the Burgard and Lee Statue. We're coming out there. Good job. Hold it down. We're going to see you in about 40 minutes. Have a good evening. We're going to see you in a little bit at the Jefferson Davis Monument. All right, we're going to our next call. We're going to Brian. Brian on a tug in on the Mississippi well, you, River. Go you're ahead. Talking to two tug guys. Go What's ahead, up, Brian. man? Catch on Three. two whistles, bud. Hey, how you doing? No, we're good, we're good, Brian. Go ahead. Hey, hey, brother. I was calling about the monuments, man. I just want to say something. I'll be out there at four a.m. with Miss Arlene Bonham. There you, there you go. She's the bravest Confederate lady I've ever met in my life. And what the people of New Orleans don't understand—they want to get rid of hate. But they're breeding hate by taking things down such as this, because it's making us hate them even worse than what hatred. What I, I don't hate anybody, but the fact of the matter is, they're going to create hatred. Now, the people that love the monuments and love everything that goes on with the monuments, I have eighty-three ancestors that died in the Confederacy. All right, listen, and Brian. Monuments mean a lot. Brian, listen, uh, listen. We, we agree, Brian. We don't have much time. We're appreciative of you getting off of work and driving right down to Jefferson Davis. We got two other monuments to worry about: Lee, Lee statue and the Beauregard statue. Bring a couple. So, friends. listen. Bring the uh, hibachi. Bring your ice chest. Bring the food. Bring your rations, and be ready to camp out. Jefferson Davis is is the next one coming down, if you ask me. And we appreciate the call. We appreciate it to your listenership. And we'll see you tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Be ready to camp out there all day with Miss Arlene. You guys got to hold the fort down through the day tomorrow because there's a lot of camera crews that want to interview you guys. And you guys got to stand and tell the truth about what these monuments stand for. So we appreciate it. And we're going to our final caller. We only, have about, we only I, have about two minutes left, guys. So, Renee, I was just North thinking Carolina, about, go I ahead. Was, I was just thinking about you, Renee. I'm glad you called in. There you go. You got two minutes, Renee. Go ahead. Well, Nathan, I thought you made an excellent point about why aren't they pulling down that Albert Pike statue. Um, they but don't touch it. Boy, there could be something good about y'all losing the one y'all laughed last night because you can use that against them. In a way, I don't. I'm kind of not crying a whole lot that a Masonic phallic symbol obelisk was torn down. Okay, you know, I never thought of it like that. But But the thing is, what you do is, since they did tear that one down, that is an excellent ammunition for y'all to go after, like calling for, like the Albert Pike one to be torn down. You know, because like you said, it is selective, and that's not fair. And I agree with Kathy. You know, because of the demographics of New Orleans, you know, because we do want you to be successful, you're going to have to be a little more empathetic and diplomatic, you know, about some of these things, you know. But, um, yeah, I just, I think actually the loss of that statue could be used to your benefit. Like you said, because that was, I really, I was laughing over that Albert Pike comment. <laughs> well, listen, Renee, thanks for the call. Look, we're going to go to Caleb Hitt in Ohio. Yeah, great, great some, point, Renee. Renee, some and, final and, and you're right. I should be more diplomatic. Go, go ahead, Caleb. Caleb, you got the floor, the final segment. All right, uh, Dylan Roof, 
Uh, it was reported by CBS News that he was taking Suboxone, yeah, Suboxone. Uh, with drug that has been linked with sudden outburst of violence, fitting the pattern of many other mass shooters. I mean, were on or had recently come off the pharmaceutical drugs, like psychotropics, of course. Yeah, I mean that, that, that's a great that's a great point, Caleb. You know, you see that with a lot of these situations. You know, it, they, 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 but the the reports are so clouded, and there's so much evidence. You know, it's hard to say what really happened. But what we do know is that they already had a program and plan in place called Resisting the Hate, and they needed something to kick it off. And regardless if that was a fake story or a classical false flag or if it really happened, they got what they needed and it kicked it off. Go ahead, Caleb. Yeah, that's exactly right. So uh, there's a really good um, article on Enforce did at that time that talked about that. People go check it out. Charleston Shooter was on drug linked to violent outbursts. Go yeah, but um, out. I've done a lot of research, Caleb. Um, the, uh, the, the whole Dylan Roof. Charleston shooting was a no different than Sandy Hook, no different than the Boston Marathon. It was a completely manufactured event. I've really done my homework on that one. So, sure. I, um, I actually, Infowars hasn't been uh, passing the smell test for quite some time now, and for them to report that Dylan Roof was the actual shooter just on a medication uh, really, really makes me wonder about Infowars. It really does. They were just citing the CBS report at the time, in yeah. 2015. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah well, you're right. Then this, the uh, fake news was coming from CBS then, but, so they were commenting on it. You, you know, I, I had somebody else talking fake news with me today saying that, oh, well, the you know, the TV said that the NOFD wasn't involved. I said, oh, the, the lying-ass fake, fake news television? You can't believe anything they say. If they tell you to go right, you better go left. Look, y'all come out, support the monuments, support us. Go to our YouTube channel, hit that Battle Nola Radio subscribe button, man. Go to Patriot Radio, go to Gary King uh, YouTube channel, check him out. Come and meet Miss Arlene Barham, Battle of New Orleans Radio, at the Jefferson Davis Monument, and demand they take down the Albert Pike statue if they're going to be transparent. Battle of New Orleans Radio. Right back. Yeah, see With you the, down monuments, at the, monument. the monuments will be up, too. Did you know that Sandy Hook was a staged event where no children died? That the school had been closed since 2008 and there were no children there? Thirteen experts, including six Ph.D., current or retired college professors, proved that it was a two-day FEMA drill presented to the public as a real event. We even have the manual. There was a rehearsal on the 13th going live on the 14th. Some participants became confused and put up donation sites the day before. Even the shooter was recorded as dying before the event. You have been played by Eric Holder and Barack Obama to confiscate your guns. Don't let yourself be played. Nobody died at Sandy Hook. If you're interested in the book described by Dr. James H. Fetzer, then contact me. My name is Gary King. I live in New Orleans, and my number is 504-298-6791 if you'd like to come by the bookstore. Or you can go online at patriotradiobooks.com. That's patriotradiobooks.com. <laughs> 